Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA or you've got a few recovery periods, we have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show hello welcome back to the ha podcast everybody it's me i'm here with ashley hey hey um and we're just we're just catching up today um it's monday it's email check-in day um ash how are you doing Good. Um, Please just know, because it is Monday, that when all my ideas come, because I'm not working and I'm not in front of a computer screen, it takes everything for me to contain myself 
before I send you an email or text you or call you about the newest thing that I want to get into. So just know that over the weekend, I am restraining myself. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So we're, ca- so we're catching up today and there's a lot of things that, I mean, I'm getting you, I get your emails <laughs> as you like. Don't check them. On. Don't check them. I just send them and then be well, like. no, I don't check them on the weekend. I actually, I actually do not check email on the weekend. Me neither. I won't. It's so easy. In fact, get a little bit anxious because like, what if I check it and there's something stressful? <laughs> so I avoid it. <laughs> no, well, you know, like I have to avoid it like the plague or else I will work. Like, I just yeah. know that boundary about me. So I, I know okay. if I have yeah. to quickly do something, I have to like m- find a way to get to it without needing to open my inbox. Because if I see the inbox, I'll get sucked in by something. Yes. And it's not because I don't love, trust me, you want me having two days off where I am having my mind do something else. Cause I am legit way better. Like it, like, you know, like it serves no one for me to respond on the weekend because you're not going to get the best of me. You're just oh, yeah, no. focus Monday. So Mondays when Ashley and I re- reply to all of our email based clients. Um, mm-hmm. and so Monday is like a focused, probably like the entire day for the most part. Um, on just that just that and that's the best way because you're just like in the flow in the zone like ready to just like drop some truths on people challenge some beliefs yeah and I'm ready to do it with compassion because I've rested (laughs) yeah that's so important Mm. truth is truth is hard enough that whenever you deliver it when like you're tired I don't think it ever goes well well it never goes well with me it's just, it's just not. And especially because I'm already a direct person that I know that I need to be like extra compassionate whenever I say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I am getting your emails. I can see you are working full steam ahead on your modules for the <laughs> Holistic HA Practitioner Certification because Ashley's like reading all this research, which we're doing to get our, um to get the, the practitioner course information just like up to snuff. Yeah. And she's like, look at this, look what I found. Like, check this out. This confirms everything that we thought we knew about. <laughs> like, yeah, it does. It really, and then even, do you know what I love is that even like things where um, it's just great to dive in and to know your scope. Like, so this weekend I was diving into primary amenorrhea. And did you know that there's tons of things that actually cause it? Like, obviously like, anatomical like defects that were our listeners primary amenorrhea is when you've never ever ever had a period yes sorry yes and then so just talking about the difference between that um there was a case what I love you know what I wish people would submit more of is like cases so there was this one case where um this adolescent because around like 13 15 is when you kind of get diagnosed with it not saying that you can't later in life but it's like a failure quote unquote I say that loosely or a lack of like maturing, um, bodily wise, and then getting your first cycle, but they put these case studies and one of them was celiacs. And I thought that was so interested. So interesting. Right. The other one was hypothyroidism. So it just makes sense to check the basic things and then dive into, I mean, like there was one with hyper, um, what is it when you have too much, uh, prolactin, but there's actually many reasons for that. There's obviously breastfeeding, uh, getting pregnant, tumors, but there's medications. Anyways, long story short, 
make sure that you know which type of primary amenorrhea that you have. And as a practitioner, like you know that they know for sure which type it is. Yeah. It was fascinating. So I'm pretty sure I sent that over too. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I have a bunch from you. I have a bunch from you. A lot of a lot of interesting finds, especially like progesterone points. Um, oh, yeah. from a cut from a couple weeks ago because this has been going on for some time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I and I've been enjoying that and finding it really helpful just to get like these um extra points that help like drive home for our own clients. I like literally everything you've sent me recently has come up. <laughs> well, let's go have a conversation. Yeah, well, like the one that I think I sent you like a few weeks back, it it was talking about the role of estrogen and progesterone in the gut, which is what yeah, I've digestion been speaking for, for a really long time. And mm-hmm. hence why I'm fully convinced that there is, but the, like, I knew that there was a reason why that IBS, IBD and Crohn's, it gets amplified during HA and why mm-hmm. people who don't have IBS, IBD and Crohn's um, actually develop digestive issues. And so it just made sense that it's connected to estrogen and progesterone. Um, I mean, because I didn't have that and my issues were so severe. I bet you, if I would have gone to, um, a, you know, like whatever, like the doctor is, they, they like probably would have diagnosed me with one of those because it was just simply that bad. You know what I mean? So I just think it's interesting that just the more digging, like you find that there really are connections and explanations for symptoms, which side note, clearly I'm just brain dumping. Um, there's like 433 articles in PubMed for, uh, HA, like functional hypothalamic amenorrhea. But when you look up PCOS, it's like 3000. So I kind of get why maybe not everybody is onto it. You know what I mean? But just cause there's just, it's not a lack, it's just less research. Yeah. I think the thing that comes up for me every time is like just seeing how, how linked everything is more and more. And I don't know. I almost see it visually. Like when you first dive into this, you think HA is happening on its own in a vacuum and not really affecting any other part of you. And then you're like, oh, me not having my period is like linked with osteoporosis or whatever, you know, these things that we all are starting to understand but then as you dive deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole it's just all linked and then you come to terms with this idea that like the entire your entire body from your mental state through to your fingertips is affected by a lack of um hormonal hormone production and you you come to terms with the fact that it's all linked and then you find out like it's even more all linked than yeah, than well- all that well, estrogen and progesterone play a role in bone remodeling along with uh, thyroid, right? So like we know that that gets impacted and along with like leptin and all these other things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. why it's so interconnected. And it starts to also help explain why everyone's um, experience with HA differs a little bit in that like some people get exasperated symptoms of digestive issues. Some people get anxiety some people get um yeah osteoporosis and like when we when we look at all of the genetic factors that you start with that are different like um you know original body fat percentage starting and just like genetic predisposition to experiencing anxiety and depression all these things 
I think that like those genetic factors that are unique to you get exasperated, um, you know, whereas for someone else, they might, it might not so not be so much that way, but at its core, it's all starting from the same problem. And that just brings you back to like, well, you ju- we just can't compare with each other and you just can't compare to yourself two years ago or five years ago, as much as we want to, um, it gets really complex. I'm going to stop now, <laughs> but yes, it, it gets really complex, but it's, but it's always like the same, the same solution, not always, but it's, it's the same solution. <laughs> yeah. Way. It's like the same big rocks, but maybe a different portioned out, you know what I mean? Used differently, different, yeah. order, different things, you know what I mean? But like, I know it's crazy, but I, and like, and, and like for fear of oversimplifying, like there's nothing like you're not this magical unicorn that does not need proper nourishment or as if your body mm. operates better undernourished like yeah like like in that aspect no we are not different you know yeah housekeeping while you write that down for people first thing first um I got an email over the weekend from a listener and it's not the first time I've gotten this and I know Ashley you've gotten this as well I know so I just want to like put this out there guys for anyone who's wondering it and confused. No, like, I, I mean, I totally get it. So the, we, we offer this podcast for free with the awesome thanks to advertisements that play at the beginning and end of this show. And those advertisements are kind of like going on YouTube and like the show that you're watching on YouTube does have no say in like what ads are shown to you. And oftentimes too, they're locally targeted and they're specific to like things that maybe you've been researching. Um, and so it will show you all kinds of random things. The ads on this podcast are super, is exactly the same where you might hear ads that actually have nothing to do with this show. Um, we don't sign off on any of the ads that play on the show. So sometimes like weight loss and diet related, like absolute cringe stuff gets played as ads before and after this podcast. Um, Just like actually horrible things. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like actually the point that it's like, is this like meant to be funny? Because this is so like ridiculous weight loss type products and things like that. Um, So yeah, the, we don't really get a say in what gets played. But, um, you know, what we can all do together is like a big collective eye roll. Every time it comes on, guys, let's all just go, oh, and um, say, you know what, weight loss company, thanks for paying for my ability to listen to this show for free. High five for everyone. They wasted their money, but you guys are gaining from them. So let's all just give ourselves a pat on the back. Um, but yeah, Ashley and I are absolutely working super hard right now to find sponsors and collaborators. That's something since the podcast has reached the growth point of a certain amount, which is really exciting. It's something we're starting to pursue. So hopefully in the future, we can remove any kind of programmatic ads, they're called, that um, 
that play on the show. So if anyone's ever thought it was super weird that sometimes you get like completely counter information on ads to what this show promotes, um, yeah, just know that that's what's happening. And honestly, if you have a company that is interested in advertisement and either are talking about weight loss, you're not talking about weight loss. You, um, you know, I mean, I don't even know. Honestly, we are open. We are really hard, really hard to find brands and products that align completely with your values. Yeah. So if you have a neutral, uh, product (laughs) and you want it to be advertised, send the email over to me. Um, and we can take a look at that, but honestly, it's one of those things that until somebody sponsors, um, we're kind of at the mercy of whatever ads are going to be played, which is not the vibe. And we're going to work on that. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to work on that. Um, and we have other ideas too. Like we've thought about what if we create a subscription-based part of this episode of this podcast, Um, if, if you guys think like, I would love to listen to bonus content, things like that, um, let us know because that is something that we're thinking about doing and yeah. Yeah. So that's that, that's that piece of housekeeping. The other piece of housekeeping guys is that the HA society is open, open, open. So we used to be on wait list. We're now open and we will be staying open. Yay. So if you want to come join us guys, it's you know, we, we haven't really talked about it and what it is and how it works really much lately, but that the HA Society is like how this all started. We started a community. It's like a really cool group. It's not on social media. It's on its own platform. And we have regular community calls. Are we at like two a week at the moment, Ash? Uh, two to three. So we have three. minimum like 10 calls per month. However, that plus a practitioner event. I mean, we just, and then plus you and I have been popping on their live. I know with, 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 um, members too. Yeah. So I'm going live again this week, um, to do like a live stream coaching with, with members. So we're really in there, you know, going hard. We have group calls. Um, if, if a member has an interesting case or needs coaching through something, we're in there coaching with you. We may even live stream coach. Everyone can tune in and listen. We've got tons of, um, we have like a lot of replays from past practitioners and events that we've had that we've able been able to turn into mini courses. So there's a ton of content in here and you can chat with anyone in the group. People have made like lifelong friendships from this group. We've been going since 2020 y'all. So um, come join the HA Society. You'll get access to our private podcast playlist as well. So we release all these episodes in advance on there and we uh, put all of the community call replays up. So there's like hundreds of episodes on there at the moment. You can scroll back real far to um to kind of listen to those replays. It's kind of, the, I think the podcast playlist might be like worth the membership in and of its own. Oh yeah. I'm about to look up and see how many episodes. Um, let me get to the beginning, but yeah, no, seriously. Well, we have 200 episodes. Yeah. On there that, and uh, yeah, there are like mostly community call replays. So which means like, there's almost not a single question that we have not answered or like, and so like, there's really mm-hmm. nothing that's off limits for us. So if there's something we will either answer it 
or send you to one of our replays, which is just so good because you get to like actually hear other people ask the same question because they're in the same boat as you. 200, 200 and going strong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So check that out guys, the hasociety.com forward slash join. We're open. So we would love to meet you in there and help you out with your, with your challenges. So that's happening. And we just launched the restore DIY program. Okay. I feel like this is just like an episode of updates, but we'll, we'll get, we'll get to some HA stuff soon, but we, um, so we, y'all, if you've been listening for a while, you probably remember we recently launched, very recently launched a live version of the restore program. Um, but you know, we got a ton of ideas and feedback from people about like, um, be, you know, cost of course, but being also being able to join live and do it your own pace. And like, um, you know, this kind of group program with, with these these sort of one-on-one aspects or super high commitment and just all kinds of things that we understand that like stepping into recovery can be scary, you know, um, and uncomfortable for people. So we kind of created a more entry-level version that we are stoked about, like to the extent that Ash and I were kind of like, is this what we should have done all along? Like this, this version is sick. We made a DIY version of the restore program where you can basically go into your own pace, just like any online course There's 10 modules plus a bonus module that Ashley added in there. Um, that goes through our entire program from start to finish, as well as access like the food reviews. So we do these food reviews where you keep a food log um, and we give feedback. And so you'll get access to the recordings of the past ones, which people have said is like the number one most helpful part of the program when it comes to nutrition. So you can see what other people have been doing, see similarities in your own behavior around food and hear live our feedback um, just so it help you sort of maximize your nutrition through this side of recovery. Yeah, that, and I just think it's great to be able to uh, talk about the mindset that occurs or that like we have to address to move forward Um, because you can take on all the information that you want, but if we don't get to this place of being open to change, um, then it's like, you're just reading a book. You're just, you yeah. know what I mean? you're just reading yeah. a book, but like what we are after is transformation, right? And that takes being just at least curious and a tad bit open um, and to just really be like, well, what would my life look like if I actually changed this one thing, mm-hmm. let's say control. And while that's scary, but what else is actually available to you? Anyways. Transformation is more than reading a book. We have to uh, just be willing to take one step forward. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, I mean, that's how we design the program is like each module helps you take one step forward. Uh, we encourage you to do that course week to week. So you like really give yourself time to implement the information. But I mean, if you want to binge all in one in 10 days, like you could. Um, and then the other thing with that is that it comes with one year of access to the HA society. So that's the coolest part. I obviously just told you all about that. So um, if you do the course, you also get access to that community aspect, which will help you to implement. So this is really cool, guys. We're only doing it for 187 bucks at the time of this recording. We're 
that's an introductory price that will be going up. So if you want to do the program, I recommend you head over there to the hasociety.com forward slash restore, um, join the program because that, that price will be going up. Um, I think to like closer to 300. So just saying 187, get that now. Okay. All right. That's probably heaps. Ooh. <laughs> That's probably heaps of um, like housekeeping, but I did want to ask you, Ashley, I heard something earlier about you doing a speaking engagement about soon. Yeah. So um, I will be actually speaking about how um, body image, like this is something that's been really bubbling up, um, just really been bubbling up inside me. And I'm just really, really excited to take it to places that may not be um, thought of, right? Um, if like anybody knows me, clearly you've been listening to the podcast. I am here to deliver the truth in love and respect and compassion. And so I'm actually going to be talking about body image within the church, right? And is it possible that diet culture has been accepted even in places that we wouldn't think of? So um, I'm really excited. I am looking forward to doing more speaking events this year. Um, if anyone knows me, that is not something that I actually want to do, but I do feel like there's like this fire inside me that um, I'm probably just going to share it with whoever wants to listen. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm just really pumped about that. Um, and it's going to be like later, later on in the year, but um, excited. And it's going to be to a, a room full of women specifically. So I get to basically Ooh. take everything from coaching that I do weekly and just deliver it on a wider scale. And I'm slightly nervous of how it's going to land because it's really different whenever people sign up for coaching, like they want to hear this information because they know yeah. there is some opposed to kind of like, let me introduce this concept to you for the first time ever. Yeah. And hold on to your panties because I'm about to like disrupt everything, you know? Oh, okay. So, so I'm excited. I'm excited. And you're doing this for your church. I am. I am. It's wild. Okay. It's and so they, well they know me. So it's not like they're like, they're like not lightweight going to be shocked. You know what I mean? Like, like they, okay. They, they have like, a little bit of context about like who you are and what, yeah. what you believe. Um, okay. I love it. Yeah. So like, for those of y'all who don't know, we, Ashley is religious, spiritual person, biblical counselor. Um, and she brings that to, into her coaching and we have a section, we actually have a group inside of the HA society and she hosts calls with all of the women of faith. I think it's called women of faith. Mm -hmm. Um, we are not like a Christian group per se. I'm not, but you know, right. Ashley is. So she brings that part in. So there's something for you if that's you, but yeah, it's, it's not the whole group. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I ask not. Ashley all the time. I'm always like, Hey, Ashley, are mushrooms against the Bible? <laughs> Just, I got questions. And whenever I have a question of like, Ashley, is this against the Bible? Like, I'm just looking for moral context here. Oh, that's so funny because I'm sure I actually don't give you the answer that you expect. I'm like, well, no, you you'll just be like, I, I asked. That was my most recent question. I'm like, are mat are mushrooms against the Bible? You're just like, yes, lol. Yeah, I was like, but if you need a driver, uh... I, I think I asked you too. I was like, if there's like a bug in your house and you have to kill it. <laughs> 
to get it out is that against the Bible? <laughs> I'm like, I will 100% kill a snake. These are things, these are the things I think about. Oh uh, so I'm glad I have you to ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love it. Um, all right, what else? What you else know, think about it, like we've kind of actually been starting to do more speaking engagements, you know, just mm. um, sharing with people. I mean, the last time it was a class, like I would love to go back. Like uh, University of Arizona, you did yeah. that project class. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, and like and we did, we did a we did some talking for a, a high school in California's capstone. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. Yeah, no, I'm just honestly, I love teaching. I used to be a teacher, so even if I could just be like, hey, one day I'll come on in and I'll teach all about the menstrual cycle. What you know what I mean? Like all the things. Um, I would love to build like a supplemental like uh like like a package to give a teacher yeah how cool would that be we could just make that and send it be like here this is for free totally like here (laughs) a hundred percent like yeah I actually used to teach sex ed well before I even got into this I was thinking about this I feel like I've been involved in like conversations about this and the body that's why like I'm just like go ahead and ask me like there's actually I haven't ha- not had a question asked. You know what I mean? And plus it used to be middle schoolers. So it's like super awkward age. You know what I mean? And yeah. yeah. I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> we had to put condoms on a fake penis. They had, the, they had these, uh, these plastic penises that were in a plastic ca- banana case. <laughs> oh my God. True story. We're in class and one of the boys, George, <laughs> takes his out and he uh, hits my friend in the face, like gent- like with like slaps her in the face with it. I will never forget the trouble that that boy got in is beyond any belief I've ever seen. And I'll just never forget it. And that's like literally all I remember from sex ed class. So, so <laughs> more needs to be done. <laughs> more not done. okay. But I will actually say I didn't like um I guess I don't have any thoughts about that, but you know, like mine no. was more of like, hey, th- like this is actually what your body does. This is what it looks like. We're like, this is what we're gonna call it. We're not gonna call it any yeah. nicknames, you know what I mean? But then like that's actually if I'm like remembering all this, um, that's the first time I had a student who had an eating disorder. So I think that's really where like the connection mm. starts. And I remember being yeah. like, oh my gosh, like, like it's just happening so young. Um, and she was in middle school and like, you could mm. see her like wasting away, you know what I mean? And then like all yeah. of a sudden she wasn't there and obviously she went to outpatient and then and like she came back and I just remember like she used to like hang around just kind of like some kids would like after school you know what I mean or like after or like right before lunch or whatever you know what I mean and I think that's kind of my first experience with being like hold on but like what's going on you know what I mean and just truly caring and uh, yeah I think that that's probably like yeah like seeing it for the first time in that yeah. way like so close to you and mm-hmm have it yet making those connections super interesting 
Yeah, because I actually was even teaching on different types of eating disorders and stuff like that. And so it's like, I think I've, yeah, it, it was just wild. And it's probably why it's just got like a soft spot in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, if anyone wants Ashley to teach <laughs> sex ed at their high school, also <laughs> email us. Yeah, um, we'll put together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Danny and Ashley <laughs> sex ed class. Yeah. Sick. I mean, I'm pretty so sure fun. my teaching license is still valid. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure I probably had to renew it in Texas, but you know, like I could get that paperwork done. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> okay. Well, any, any other nuggets this, you know, I, I want, to, I would love to like spitball on something today. Um, wow. even just for, I know we're like, we don't have a ton of time, but I would love like the, you know, you listening right now to just think like what in your recovery, right? You're, you're listening. You're probably doing something right now already, right? You're probably taking action in some direction. You're, you're eating more or you're introducing something that you never used to eat, or you are not exercising or you're reduced exercise or you've asked for help from someone like there there's something you're doing maybe you're even just listening to this show for a while right like gathering your information and your confidence that's all action that you're taking so those are very easy to list I think like if we sat down with you and I was like so what's everything you're doing you'd be like bang 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 and then we might ask you what are you not doing Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy, this is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well. And how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system And how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA, and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. 
And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Right? Like, uh, I think a really common one is probably movement exercise, something like step count or, um, you know, doing your Peloton or I don't know if you have any things that come to mind, Ashley, but. Yeah. So I actually have a different same, same getting to the same thing, but like a different question. Mm-hmm. Um, like what are you still holding on to or what is your non-negotiable? I find that like, it's like, it's literally like the same thing, right? It's just a different face of the question, you know? But like, what are you, like, what is a non-negotiable? What have like, what have you told yourself that you will absolutely never do in your entire life? Like, so for me, it was, I will never let go of this progress. I put in air quotes for like achieving a six pack. I will never let go of this. I will fight to maintain that. And I didn't know that I was really carrying that over into my journey, which obviously is a complete opposite direction and that's why there was so much pain and tension right yeah. the one that so comes up like, for me is, is I will never I'll never let go of my discipline oh exactly right so I feel like it's a great question of kind of like going straight to it like what what is your non-negotiable that you possibly made you know for yeah. some people it's like I will never not be fit or I will never be out of shape I will never let myself get out of shape right or I will, you know, and so obviously that, that, that brings a level of commitment and some habits that make it tough to navigate recovery. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. Mean? Like, I, I would never not be a runner. And that's exactly why I bring it up. Right. Is like, okay. So once you identify what that thing is, um, And and sometimes it can be subconscious. So you might take a Mm -hmm. bit of digging to do, but I think that this is just such a tough spot for a lot of people. Um, I've been having a ton of conversations about it recently. So it's just the theme of the week or the month. But um, I think there's layers of it too, where we tell our like yes the negotiation right you so you're saying like what's your non-negotiable um now, now what is the negotiation you're making that like makes it a non-negotiable <laughs> yeah you know what I mean like uh so I I I talked about this on a reel recently I made a reel I'm I'm doing TikTok now guys TikTok reel you know what I'm saying it's a whole thing but um that was the the lie that I used to tell or like the I was a good actor about is, um, you know, I, I need to walk five miles a day because I have a German shepherd and she just like, just really needs to walk. The dog one is popular, Ash. The dog one is like a, like a thing, like the half banana. I can't even tell you how many times someone has said that to me. And I said, and then, so the beautiful thing, I'm like, okay, sweet. This is like, 
like this is very very telling of where the sticking point is. And so as a practitioner, it's like, okay, like we've, we've got something here, right? Because my favorite thing is to say is, well, is there any difference than taking your dog to a dog park and throwing the tennis ball? Mm-hmm. Does your dog really need to go on five miles a day? Or can your dog actually run five miles as you throw the tennis ball for them? I haven't had a vet tell me. So like, I haven't had other sources, but this one vet, but a vet tell me that, um, cause my dog has a history of lots of surgeries and has had to be bed bound for some time. Um, uh, and they were like, uh, doing like mental stimulation can be just as exercising for your dog. So practicing tricks with them, like shake or catching a treat in the air or something like that is also stimulate. So it's like, okay, you know, for a temporary amount of time, or whatever, like there are other things that you could do. Uh, and I'm, I'm willing to like hop on the dog thing because there are people <laughs> listening, like holding on to the dog thing. Um, and I was one of those people, Ashley has three dogs. She probably used it too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have a plot <laughs> hound. I have a plot hound who she, she honestly gets wild. Right. Um, but so, so even if they're like, no, it's non-negotiable, but that I walked and I'm like, okay, absolutely. Well then we have to have a matching non-negotiable that you will eat sufficient enough yeah. before and after. So then, so then we quickly see this has nothing to do with walking. This has everything. Because they don't to want to do that either. Yeah. Because you know, like, because like you don't want to eat a bagel and whatever, not saying that you have to eat a bagel, but what, you know, what I'm proposing is that you eat this, this, and this, and this, this after either eat that exactly, or something matching the the like calories. And, and then you quickly realize that it was never really about the walking the dog. It was about creating a caloric deficit and therefore still being able to have some grasp of control on like your body composition and weight. So it really has everything to do with, I still want to control my body because if it was really truly about the dog walking, you would eat enough to support however much that you're walking and then it'd be over. But it's not about actually walking the yeah. dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 And and so that was that's totally the theme of what I was wanted to kind of talk about today and see if people can notice. This is where journaling practices come in, because if you aren't journaling or talking about it, it's really hard to catch these blind spots. But mm-hmm. we will be like, um, you know, I I don't want to give up my weightlifting because it's my um, my therapy. And like, I swear, I just love the community and I just want to get like, I'm out of my house and into my garage or go like, whatever is the, you know, whatever is the, the negotiation or the belief around it, but right. You do the, the thing, right. Where it's like, okay, well, if you're going to go to the gym, we need you to be eating, you know, X amount extra every day and around that. And then you sort of are, are feeling like, but that's not working because I'm feeling sluggish in the gym. I'm not lifting as heavy or I feel tired for my workout or whatever. It's like, okay, ding, ding, ding. If you actually were approaching the exercise from the perspective of like, well, I just want to like get out of the house or I just want to move my body a little bit, or I just want to see my friends. You actually wouldn't care that much about, you know, how much you lifted or what your performance was. So it's a clue to us, right? Like 
the the narrative that you're telling yourself about why you feel upset is a clue to us about where your actual like why you're why you're actually still doing it so and that's why it occurred to me too that like with coaching and probably with journaling and stuff that's this is part of why you can't figure this stuff out overnight because <laughs> you have to like have these conversations and and do these contradictions to actually notice the contradictions and make changes with them um so that's like I want to encourage everyone that's a slow process I want to encourage everyone that they should be journaling or talking this out or like you know doing some kind of development work at the same time just to really figure out why where and how all of this is connected and and why you're maybe hitting sticking points yeah and I also think that because for me I already know that there was no moving along my journey any faster like I don't look back and be like Mm -hmm. I could have done that faster because I was so stubborn like no like that was as fast as I as I was going and that's okay you know what I mean? Um, I was joking with one of my clients this morning. I was like, yeah. And within those five years, I had every test none like done to mankind. And that I can actually like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause yes, I also had my chromosomes tested as well. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've looked, like, I don't know if there's anything else I would test it. PS, my chromosomes are fine. That is not the reason for my <laughs> You know what I mean? But I also think one thing to keep in mind, and this is why, um, not that we, like, I'm very leery of anyone that's like, I can get you your period back in eight weeks. I'm like, okay. But if that person, have you seen that? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, the person who's going through this is going to have to like, it, it all comes down to where they are at with the level of, of a, um, acceptance. sorry, I was like, what am I trying to say? Level of acceptance, right? Meaning that like, we're not always ready to accept the fact that we can't run fasted and get pregnant in this season of life. It would, you know, like it may not always be like this, you know what I mean? I'm sure there's plenty of people who like do it, but there's this level of acceptance that has to happen. And what was Victoria was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Myers, she was talking about like, you have to grieve in order to accept what's going on. Right. And so some people haven't even gone through the grieving process of, oh, I'm not going to be able to keep this position and ovulate. Have you grieved that or have you just skipped over it and trying to muscle your way through? Because grieving means that I'm grieving that this is leaving so that I can accept the truth that I have to change, change some things, my body composition, my routine in order to heal because of chronic energy deficit in order to the next season of life, right? Um, and I have to accept that this is what is needed. And for me, I wasn't willing to accept that until I had every test done, including testing my chromosomes, uh, searching for a pituitary tumor, you know what I mean? Like doing all these things, like my acceptance came after like I exhausted all other possibilities 
And then I was able to accept the truth. So I just feel like that's something that we have to keep in mind, whether you're a practitioner of, you can only make as much progress as, as much as they are willing to accept and move forward. And as a client, this is why we can't compare our journey to somebody else's because what if someone was willing to accept weight gain a lot faster than you? That's a difference. That's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. That like where your head is at, because what you'll find often without truly seeing it is that you, but you're actually taking action towards a completely different goal. Like if we lay it out and we're like, Hey, I know that you want your period back and like maybe to get pregnant or reversing health challenges that you've come up against because of HA. We know that this is your goal, but you're telling me like you want to try and find a way to hit that goal without making changes, which could mean, um, you know, which is why we get frustrated. Like, hey, I used to squat 150 pounds and now I just feel exhausted and I can't. And it's like, yeah, that's because we're doing things to squat 150 pounds. I don't know yeah. if I make any sense. If you're feeling 100%. good, if yeah. you're feeling good and on track with your old life, right? Good. Well, that's good. You're not, yeah. Now, if you are heading towards recovery and you are like, this is hard, this hurts, you know, I I used to be able to squat 150. Now I'm I can I barely feel like I want to. What's happening? What's wrong? Yeah, that's because we're moving towards healing and fertility and we're not trying to get you to be the world's strongest athlete or the world's fastest runner. Like, so that's what we mean when we say, if you're uncomfortable and this is hard and this doesn't feel good, you're on track because you're doing the things that are hard. And sometimes I think we don't even realize that, right? That it's a good thing that we're feeling those challenges because we think and we were talking about this the other day. Um, we think that once we go into recovery, like we should feel amazing all the time. And so we're like, something's wrong. I'm like losing strength or I'm feeling more tired. Like this is bad. I was like, well, no, yeah. you're just, this is the season you're in and you've, ch- you've decided to make a change and there you're seeing something. what it looks like. Yeah, that you triggered was, um, I really think that we actually have to go back to the basics of goal setting whenever we enter HA, because like you said, the most frustrating thing is that we're working one way, but actually doing, taking steps that take us somewhere else. Right. But the Mm. other thing is kind of like what, so I'm, I'm writing that down goal setting HA, like I'm going to do something with that, but, um, for y'all, but, um, it makes me think of just because in this particular season of life, you have, like, you can't trace, you can't um, chase straight gains and get pregnant does not mean that that is what it's going to be. If like, you want to get pregnant, I mean, like, this is a very specific season in life where you have to come up and out of a chronic deficit. Hopefully you come up out of it. You you're healed, you get pregnant, do all the things, return to training. And because you return to training with all this firsthand knowledge of what you can't do, you train fueled, go ahead and go for the PRs, push hard. 
And you'll probably also be ovulating because you're like resting. You're not doing, you're not doing active recovery of hiking 10 miles and that, you know what I mean? 10 miles a day. Like you're going to approach it differently. You're still going to chase strength gains and still be ovulating. Get yeah, pregnant. You know what else it makes me think of as, as you're speaking, it triggered to me as like a, anyone who's like a nutrition coach or a personal trainer, right? Who's trying to get a female to go into a bulk to help her reach the composition goals she wants to do, right? Like, oh, I'd love to have like more muscular, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, we need to, in that case, so like, and how hard it is to get them to trust and do a bulk out of fear of weight gain. I would rather do anything but that um it kind of it come the exact same fears come up here come up here it's like we need you to trust that this is the path to get to where you really want to go and in order to do that like you to be willing to let go of this like safety rail essentially you're like ice skating you like won't let go of the side rail because you're like what if I fall and get my finger off but it's like it's, you know, no one had fun at the ice rink if they never let go of the railing. <laughs> oh, that's so true. And I just can't stress this enough. Very specific season in your life. Mm-hmm. It will not always be this way. Your next pregnancy is not always going to be this way. You know what I mean? Like, or trying to get pregnant. Like, it's just not like this. And Only that- you are making this season prolonged. That's true. And I think that that's why my heart hurts for individuals that who, let's say they they do have performance goals and it really is important to them. I love that. Yes, absolutely. Like I totally get behind you, right? Like let's talk about fueling your workouts and all these things after you recover. You know what I mean? And, and so like, I think about some of, uh, just like individuals of like, what if you would have like, just surrendered to the season that you're in achieve what you wanted to achieve recovery you know healing your gut getting pregnant doing the things and then get back to the performance like you would be there so much faster if we just surrendered to the season that we're in but if you keep fighting the season that you're in you're only going to prolong you chasing performance goals yeah this like this I've thought about this a lot because I definitely resonated with it like I did not want to pause my goals out of this sensation this feeling that like I don't have time for going back to basics like I don't have time for you know like I I think I kind of believe like when I was in my 20s that you know you're only like in your 20s and like living that type of life you like for a decade you know and and if I stop it's like everything I achieve will be like less impressive if I was like in my 30s when it happened like all this weird I don't even expect that to resonate with other people like all this weird stuff that's like super specific to me and like my weird belief systems that I had no I think a lot of people you know what I mean um 
like the timeline, the timeline. Oh, I everybody is time. about the timeline. Everybody is about the timeline, right? The but timeline it, doesn't care about you. It's Yeah, that's harsh, but true. But I think it's one of those things of, we are so like, we're so afraid that what we have, of, what we have achieved, I cannot talk today, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're so afraid of what we've achieved being like disappearing if we don't hustle every day for it, yeah, we live in this state of fear that like, this was never real. This was never really mine. I never really achieved it. This was just luck. You know, yeah. I think so specifically like strength gains, like guys, you're going to be able to get back. There's yeah. nothing about your body that is showing that you cannot get back to what you were lifting in a recovered, healthier, uh, however fast you were running. Yeah. Like there's nothing that's going to say that like you actually can't do it now. Will you have to work back? Absolutely. But nobody is exempt from that. Nobody's exempt from it. Just think, I mean, it's the same if you broke your foot, there's, you know what I mean? You're going to be able to get back to whatever you are doing with PT, hopefully. I mean, obviously, depending on the level of break, right? Like, let's not get lost in the nitty gritty. But it's just one of those things of like, oh, I'm going to say this in love. You're not the first person on earth that's had to work their way back and come back from like a setback. It makes the the best Netflix documentaries. Let's be real. (laughs) That's that's the only time it's interesting. But think about, we loved the chase before. What makes you think you're not going to love the chase again? Yeah, no, totally. Unless it was never really about your individual goals and was all about validation from somebody else. How you were perceived. If it wasn't about how you were perceived, you would just do whatever was best for you. Yeah, you'd get back to Uh, it. You'd get back to it. Is yeah. that the name of the podcast? Oh. Might be too long. If it wasn't about how you're perceived, you would just do what was best for yourself. Mm-hmm. One, Ashley did her little eyebrow raise where she's like, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's well, true, right? Yeah, it is. If like you love running, it's still going to be in you. Yeah, you are going to work back unless it was... I like running so people can see me and I look like this and they have these thoughts about me. Mm-hmm. And even if it was like, you're a part of like a running community or whatever, you know, if it was really about the community, you would still find a way to hang out with those people. And mm-hmm. if, yeah, like if they really cared about you, they would be willing to hang out with you outside of run club. So yeah. what is it really? Yeah. Um, our clients say this all the time and it is true. Like HA is a really great way to figure out who people really care about. Like, mm-hmm. like who really cares about you, who actually loves you for you. Um, and I mean, and again, nobody's like, yeah, I can't wait to just like test my friends and family and go through this turmoil. <laughs> you know what I mean, but, but there is some benefit of, Ooh, are you afraid to know that the people that you are with are literally just skin deep whenever well, you also 
Which and is shocking. It is shocking. I will say that. It is shocking. You know what I mean? But because because also there's a part of you that has to you, like realize that you are one of those people too. And like like you are having a hard time doing this because you have judged people mm-hmm. for not being disciplined as you and for and for letting yourself gain some weight or for putting others first like all these things like you have stories and judgments about that so mm-hmm. for you to go out and do that also shows you some yeah. parts of you that aren't really you but are present for you right now I say and this all the time. Don't be that way. Healing is very confrontational. Yeah. People think it's like rainbows, kittens, butterflies, and just like I don't know, like a few mantras with your feet in the dirt and just like relaxing, and then you get into healing. Not saying that it has to be like this, but it is confronting. You have to like look at the things that you're holding on to. Like, like, did I make this inner vow that I promised that I would never let my progress go? And now I'm having to quote unquote, let my progress go. And what does that mean about me and my goals? Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of, there's a lot of deep stuff that this is connected to. And obviously we don't have to even talk about that because you know that that's why you're here. I'm having this weird vision, so we'll see. We'll see if this analogy works. But I love okay, good, go for I love it. Good visual. So you know, I didn't. I didn't grow up in America. I don't know. I don't know their school system. So where I'm from, Ash, we don't have like the cafeteria. We don't do oh. cafeterias in Australia. We do something called the tuck shop. Totally different. Imagine like just like a canteen stand at like a soccer field on the weekend. What did it serve? Um, like snacks like, or food? Yeah, like at lunchtime you could get like a meat pie or a sausage roll or a sandwich, like this basic stuff. It and just, there wasn't this like cafeteria room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my lunch for like every day of high school was chocolate milk and a meat pie. I need to Google what a meat pie is. Okay. Oh, it's, actually, like- it's our national food. It's like a, it's kind of like an empanada, but I like a, love empanadas, but it's, but like a pot, imagine like a pot pie, but pastry the whole way around. Why have you not made this for me yet? Well, I mean, I can make one for you, but I'll make one for you. But so that's what you have. But in America, I imagine there's a whole room, there's a cafeteria, you get a tray, you walk up, there's a lunch lady. Right. And then you go to like your table. Right. And in the movies, there's yeah. like the cool kids table and like the goth table. And so just like, let me believe that that's real. Okay. And the, there's yeah. like clicks and things like that. Um, and so I'm imagining that like, you know, whilst you're in HA, you're like striving to like sit with the cool kids for lunch and you want to be seen by the cool kids. Right. And coming into this process and like learning that the cool kids may not be serving you like right but you so want to go sit there and like that's where you're comfortable and if I don't go and sit there everyone's gonna see (laughs) it's gonna I'm gonna look like a pariah and you know I'm gonna look rejected and I'm gonna look lonely and sad 
right? And so we're like, it's really hard to not go sit at the table, especially when the table is coveted, right? To be invited to that table. And, uh, and, and so that's kind of like how I see it. And like, you're having to make a conscious decision to go sit with the other kids that are like technically way more down to earth. You know what I mean? And probably better suited to you, which is us. There's the HA society table. We're all like, Hey, Stacy, like you can sit with us if you want. We'll be your friends. And I guess like, if, if you want, if this is hard for you, if this analogy like resonates with you at all, you can sit with us. You can sit with us. You're not allowed. It's okay. Like you don't have to sit with the cheerleaders. Like whatever, whatever I imagine. Am I like way off base with the high school experience? Um, we were always outside, but yeah, people were always in groups. But you know, I think people naturally group. Like I think we yeah, all they have, do. We grouped. Yeah, everyone groups. You know, type of thing. Uh. Yeah, no, that definitely exists. But I was one of those people who was just friends with so many a wide range yeah. of people that I was just beat. I think I think in reality, but everyone knows what like yeah. it looks like on TV, so everyone can do that analogy. Yes. No, but I think you're spot on because I think society is the cool kid table. Exactly. I just want to, and even if it's not, all. everyone else who's not on the cool kid table knows what it that it's the mm-hmm. cool kid table. Yeah. It's like, how do you actually, well, you're not too far off because think about in high school, you had to figure out who you were to some aspect. And now you, now we're like 26, 34, 42 being like, but who am I really? Right. Yes. (laughs) I mean, kind of going back to where this conversation started. Do you remember middle school, sixth, seventh and eighth grade, like teaching that I just was like, oh, wow this time is so interesting it's beautiful it's awkward it's like the seventh graders are like okay I think I survived and the eighth graders are like I rule this but I'm really afraid to go to high school right it's just anyways you have to figure out who you are then you know what I mean and then it's just this constant evolution and now it's just it's just a refining process that is painful Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is good. This is good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna go to the bathroom so bad. I have functional patterns. I'm 2023 is the year I fix my back pain. So I have yeah. my physio appointment. Yeah, Nug should be home soon. So woo. Gonna have to wrap it up. <laughs> all right, all right. Be on the podcast. Well, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a beautiful Please day. Join us next week. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So Temp Drop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking, all of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients. 
because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify your whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHASociety. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and and use um, AFHASociety at the checkout, That will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is of course dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there but i may even recommend it for just everyone in general get your husbands on it get your partners on it if you have a history of ha and add on top of that maybe a history of the pill maybe you've been pregnant before you know through treatments or other like you've just your body's been through anything you know you're absolutely 100 percent dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now, and the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day, and I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic, it's made from Australian beef, and my 
favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.